Well, hello and welcome to uh, today's episode of Snippets in Scripture. I'm your host, Cameron, and I've got my lovely co-host... I'm Dylan. <laughs> Dylan is here with me today. Uh, and we've got an Old Testament passage for you today, one from uh, the prophet Jeremiah, some words of warning from Jeremiah 36. Dylan, can you read our passage for us, please? Yes, 36 verse 24. The king and all his attendants who heard all these words showed no fear, nor did they tear their clothes. Right, now for context, our King Jehoiakim um, and his servants have just heard the words that God is going to send the Babylonians uh, to conquer their kingdom, um, you know, for punishment for the wickedness they have. And so these guys have just heard these words of judgment and have scoffed at the, in the face of God mm. uh, and sort of, you know, not taken what God has to say seriously. Uh, and in response, you know, God, God does send the Babylonians to, to conquer them. Um, that is what happens. Because they didn't heed the words of God seriously, they ended up facing his judgment. Now, it's not that, you know, God was going to judge them no matter what. There is a There, there was a, a hope for them. Uh, Dylan, can you please read us Jeremiah 18, 7 to 8? Yeah. If at any time I announce that a nation of kingdom is to be uprooted, torn down, and destroyed, and if that nation I warned repents of its evil... Then I will relent and not inflict on it the disaster I had planned. And these are the words that Jehoiakim would have heard when Jeremiah read the words down. A hope um, shown to them that if they repent and turn back to God, that he would not destroy them. But even hearing these words of hope, you know, they, they're stubborn in their hearts and they don't do anything. And it seems very similar to the experience that we read in Exodus, don't we? When God is speaking through Moses to Pharaoh, mm. he's saying words like, let my people go or X, Y, or Z plague will happen. Mm. And yet Pharaoh's heart becomes harder and harder and harder. Mm. And it seems to be pretty consistent throughout scripture that a lot of pagan kings, particularly recalcitrant, that's a great word, isn't it? For God's law and God's word and their hearts are hard to what God has to say mm. to them. And this hardness of heart is, I guess, a symptom of their unbelief of God, the way that they yeah. don't take the words of God seriously. They don't believe in the power or the authority that God has over them. And so they don't listen to his words. They don't fear him mm. either. They yeah. showed no fear. That's in today's verse. And fear, though we mightn't think it, is actually one of the most important characteristics of the Christian as well. Uh, we are to fear God. That's a biblical mandate. Mm. In fact, in Isaiah eight thirteen, it reads, The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. God is someone who should we should fear. The non-Christian and the Christian alike should fear God for mm. who he is, for the awesome power and majesty and holiness that he has. Mm. But more specifically, we are to fear his word, you know, his commandments, mm. just as Jehoiakim did not in today's verse. Mm. In fact, in Isaiah 66, God speaks about those who are his people, and he says this, These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit, and who tremble at my word. And as Christians, uh, this is where we hold the tension between the fear of God and the love of God, the tension between the words of God's fear in Scripture and the words of God's love in Scripture. And this is where we recognize that the good news of the gospel is paired with the bad news of human beings, the, the goodness of God and the badness of our sinful nature. And it's this tension that helps to melt our rock-hard hearts and help us to realize or acknowledge our need for a saviour. 
And one example that I find, I'm going through my ESV scripture journal at the moment, which has been a great help actually. And I'm writing out next to it all the verses in the Psalms that speak of God's lovingness, His mercy, His kindness. Mm. And yet I find, and I wonder if people resonate with this at home, that I rarely write out anything that makes God sound violent, that makes God sound vengeful, wrathful, mm. anything that makes Him, anything that I don't want Him to be, you know? And mm. I think that's where we try and dissect some of God's uh, characteristics from the bad and the good, but really they're all good and mm. they all help to serve and to underplay how good the good news of Jesus Christ coming into the world is. Mm.